0: once again on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Hey y'all, happy Thursday and happy first Thursday of 2024. I am coming to you from my home. I'm still battling some health issues and things, so I just want to introduce what we're doing. <coughs> say hello and say hi. And Azari wanted to say happy new year. we wave, wave to everybody's our- Say hello. Say hi. Hi. But today, I'm going to take the time out to share a very important luncheon that I go to every year. The CTARA luncheon in which um, Joelle Fishman and Art Perlow were honored. So I'm going to share that with you today for the first show of 2024. And I so look forward to being back in the studio next week. And thank you all for your prayers. You know, our battles. Pneumonia and RSV for Thanksgiving, and then shingles for Christmas. But by God's grace, I didn't. I was covered by New Year, and this number one reason oh. why. But I really wanted you guys to enjoy this show, enjoy the acceptance award, um, and enjoy the people that are involved. And I look forward to seeing you guys out in these streets because this is definitely going to be a battle year. And I love you, Art Perlo Presente and Joelle Fishman, I really, really love you. And I really wanted you guys to hear her inspiring words from the June luncheon. Thank C-T-A-R-A. C-T-A-R-A. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. And Yvette
1: Hamilton and Bill go to, to come up and we're going to be presenting the Kevin J. Lynch Award. Thank you. So
2: Now I want you to listen closely how I phrase this. Did anyone in this room ever go to a
3: Connecticut AFL CIO convention and not have Joe L. Fishman give them a copy of the newspaper as soon as they left the yellow? Anybody? I don't see hands. I got another question for you. See this is this patient. Would anybody in this room ever go for human rights rally for children's rights the elderly rights for the sick rights ever go to any rally and not see joelle and art at that rally? okay i'm assuming there are a lot of hands up <laughs> i can imagine confusion vast confusion uh, on the part of the committee that gives out the chemical that you ordered. After about four, four, one and two, then they said, Well, let's give it to Joel. No, they said, Joel got it already. He gave it to her twice. Well, that kept going. And they kept until finally somebody said, should we check the list? Maybe it's possible that Joel has not yet gotten the award. Sure enough, they checked the list and they found out that we were all embarrassed because Joel has not as yet gotten the Kevin Ludge Award. But today, Art and Joel are being honored. Uh, and we are only too pleased that we're presenting that honor to Joelle. Would you yeah. come up and accept your award. <laughs>
2: Uh, She was unable to, because of her schedule, and all the craziness in Washington, she is in town uh, in Connecticut, but she wasn't able to make it here today. So we do have a certificate from Rosa DeLauro from Congress, certificate certificate of special recognition, presented to Joelle Fishman and Art Perlow, 2023 recipients of the Kevin J. Lynch Award with heartfelt congratulations and thanks for your deep commitment to seniors and retirees, as well as your outstanding advocacy for social justice and equality for all Connecticut residents. And now I'd like to
1: introduce
2: Good
1: afternoon everyone. If the mic
3: doesn't work, I don't need a mic because I have a big <laughs>
2: mouth
3: and I talk real loud. so welcome everybody. Good afternoon. As I said, my name is Yvette Hamilton. I am a member of the Euros Executive Board. More importantly, I'm Alder Hamilton in the city of New Haven, Board 24. Joel and Art are my constituents. I've been on the board for 12 years and I, I've represented them. We've worked together to support the city of New Haven, not only Ward 24, but the whole city. What can we say about Art Colonel? a patriarch, hard worker, community person, not only community, but world leader, because
1: he's touched a lot of lives not
3: only in our state, all over the nation and the world. Art was the person with dedication, no matter what I'm doing in Ward 24 or whoever all over the city. Art was always there in support, in attendance, doing his best, giving his best to us. Ms. Joelle, I love you. I know that we all miss Art. You're not here to replace art, but we thank you for carrying on art's legacy. Yeah. Because we are grateful for your work for our people, our state, our city, and the nation. Yes, indeed. Because
1: you touched. I've gone to a lot of places with you, all over the country. Yeah. Heard art. Question: state, okay, state that state representing for people?
2: We are grateful for
1: your
3: hard work, your steadfast leadership to everyone. Because no matter what the cost, you're always there. I was always here. This year will be the. I got elected in 2011 to the board of alders. More importantly, before that, I worked for Yale Medicine. I'd be out there in the morning, who do you see standing at the gate of 300 George Street? Ms. Joelle and Art, handing out the papers. Here, <laughs> yeah. That's how I met them before I was even an them in our community. But it shows you the dedication of folks. These people stand for human rights, working people,
1: They're always standing up and accepting up. All I can say we are grateful and I am thankful to have you as my
3: constituent, and more importantly, the second mother.
1: Oh. And let's not yes. forget Edie Fishman, who oh. is Ms. Joel's mom, 102 this year, next month 102. But also, a fast in our Thank you.
2: For the opportunity to say a few words on behalf of our So e. Joel and Jason. Thank you so much for your leadership and loyalty
1: to us. We love you. you. Oh my gosh. Hear me? No. Can you hear me? No. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. oh, how beautiful. I the of yeah. How do you even follow that? Yeah, how do you that? Um It's just such a joy and an honor to be here with um, so many family and event and so many friends
0: and colleagues and
1: friends of the ARA. It's a a great. I'm so deeply moved. Kevin Lynch, where are you? Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin. I'm so deeply moved. Oh, and I also have to say, I'm sorry, so many family and friends and colleagues, but actually I need to mention three people who came from out of state just to be here for this moment. And I'm looking at Ray Melisee. He, he was the original recording the hospital. Something might be happening there again and Lisa Armstrong, ourselves are coming out um, and then of course the wonderful Jenny Kim was in conversation on the other side of the room. <laughs> 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 she heard about this award, and she said, I'll come. So she wanted the family to stay with her father that she takes care of. And she's nursing her sciatica, but she decided she had to be here. We appreciate that so much. So, I'm so deeply moved, and of course, great to be recognized on behalf of mark and myself for our commitment to the Connecticut Alliance for Retired Americans. And I want to say congratulations and appreciation, Representative Jane Garrigan, for your work on the Aging Committee of the Legislature. And I'm so happy to be awarded with you. <laughs> well, I remember a number of years ago, the day of the Kendall Hall. We invited the People Center to be the community affiliate uh, that would enable Connecticut Gallery to qualify for its founding charter. And we were also excited. And I wrote for everyone sitting on the table the certificate. That was issued by the National ARA, hence in the front hallway of the People's Center. And now, years later, under the leadership of Betty Marapino, along with Lynn Conner, Connecticut ARA is a place where retirees from lots of unions can join together and keep up the fight. The founders of the People's Center in 1937 were immigrant workers who led huge marches that won Social Security and unemployment compensation. They helped organize some of the early unions in New Haven and pioneered to end racist segregation. From the moment Social Security was signed into law, the corporate profiteers have been aiming to get their hands on that money, and money that we are from our neighbor. I put his many talents and creativity into that fight among many other fights, and he said, Godly. Social Security is in danger, not because it's running out of money, but because it's running into vultures We want to kill our retirement security so they can peace on the Congress. He yeah. followed that up by helping organize a youth for Social Security rally on New and Green, with Lisa this year today, showing the unity of generations in this fight. We're to high school students talk about what Social Security meant to them and American Well, that was in 2005 when George W. Bush had appointed a special commission designed to undermine and privatize Social Security. But our statement could have been made today as a matter of Republican circle. And I'm so proud to be part of an in The tip of the tongue the dignity of all, to protect and expand Social Security, and to eliminate WEP and GPO, and thanks to Mariela and Debbie for being that nationally. This thing will be won if we stick together, and thank you, Recovery for All Coalition, for organizing that way in this legislative section and beyond. Educators and students, and healthcare workers, and immigrant families, and racial justice advocates, and retirees, the entire labor movement, faith based, and community groups, black and Latino and white, deciding to stick together. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, i ask retirees meeting today. It was powerful to hear. Mary Painter, Connecticut State Long-Term Care, and Woodson, saying that it was because all the groups working on senior issues decided to support each other's bills, the whole agenda passed committee led by Representative Gary. Can you imagine, it took all of that to require the nursing home owners to provide air conditioning in groups of people who live there? When every company involved you circling to kill social security, depend on violent, corporate tactics. They use great-fading, labor-fading, red-fading. So we have to be all about unity and solidarity. <whiskey> and when we said there wasn't money for everything, and instead of fighting each other, Everyone stood together and supported all the needs. Wasn't the beautiful May Seventeen rally at the Capitol, palace How many were there? imagine, imagine if that community sticks. Do you think we can elect more working-class champions and get rid of the spending, tax the rich, and add Medicare for all and meet people's survival needs in the richest state? Do you think we can? Yes. Woo! Do you think we can stop the matter because we from taking over Congress and White House and robbing Social Security all our rights? Yes. Yeah. 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 I was thinking, what makes AI so special? It's human power was part of, of the original organizing committee of local Thirty Four at Yale, and I want to say happy 40th anniversary, local Thirty Four. Oh. Really awesome and then he was part of the Union Chinese Association under Pat Carman's leadership. And Hamilton, I can't say enough how much your words mean today. We saw so many workers at Yale change their thinking as a result of the union experience.
0: Once they saw that collective action can
1: win better working conditions, pay, and benefits, they were in. I always remember one union sister during the recognition strike. I think her name was June. She told our union is fine, I'm not going on a picket line. One day, after lots of passes, she showed up and started walking the picket line. <laughs> <laughs> that was on Whitney Avenue, the driveway of delivery trucks came in. And one truck turned to try and cross the line. And all of a sudden, there was June standing in the middle of the driveway, arms spread, <laughs> and walking <in> the truck. <laughs> she says, where can you go? <laughs> she went on to become a union leader in her department. That understanding of the power of collective action of the multiracial working class, it doesn't go away after retirement. Retired union members who remain connected to the labor movement are able to carry the message into the community. NRA and all union retirement organizations can and do that. We can do that in 2024 and beat the circle of vultures before they destroy all our rights and our democracy. So, in case you can't tell, I'm growing up in the middle (laughs) of household. My mother, Amy Fisher, is here with us in spirit, and actually, she's listening on the phone, I hope. So, can we give her some love? I heard you'll be went through security. And Connecticut, three years ago, they added a lot to our Connecticut area chapter. I grew up a union household and a communist household during the repressive era of the 1950s, when the economy is named to crush unions and crush every progressive challenge to work for That means, I grew up knowing we were on the side of the workers and not the bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up on the Union cricket line in Campbell Soup in Camden, New Jersey, where my father <laughs> worked. I brought Marjorie as part of the civil rights movement. I knew we were on the side of racial justice and equality, not the house plan. I'm going to on. But an injustice to anyone is an in injustice to everyone. And I've tried to live my life that way. I still art. <laughs> 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 we must see now that the evils of racism, economic exploitation, and militarism are all tied together and you can't get rid of one without getting rid of the other. He called for quote, a radical redistribution of political and economic power, saying, quote, our weapon is our vote. 2024 is just around the corner. Now is the time to start talking issues with our retiring members family friends so we can stop the circling vultures. Our boys had two tables to sit at when we came to ARA events, the People's Center and Europe. I know he's at both tables now and at all of our side and every going forward. And I'm so moved by receiving the Kevin Lynch Award. I hope we will make our unity and our vision stronger so we can win a better world. Thank you so much. <laughs> I <laughs> that <laughs> hey, you know for everyone. Uh, this is a button that was created by John Henderson. week. John passed away, he was just going to draw that. The youth are having a youth march, they dedicated the march to art and created this button. And then also there's a bookmark that has a QR code to the website which features art, trainings, recipes, and everything else. Thank you. Thank you. block for those of you who don't know was, was a founding member of the connecticut alliance for retired americans and so this year we're, we're so pleased and happy to give the charlene block award to state representative jane derby from said, and jane if you, Windsor, if you could up, jane I'm to turn this over to uh, one of Jane's constituents, our longtime ARA board member, Amelia Smith. So, me yeah. you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Yeah. Good afternoon. Everyone. Yeah. Um, President Petty, oh, thank you so much for giving me the privilege of doing this for someone that is really, really good. Uh, for singers, I'm going to say this something. Who for singers? And I can say this. Uh, I know her from Evan Powell's camp. And I remember that her uh, fire um, uh, representative said to me as she was leaving, as she was leaving that position, she said to me, sit by that lady. I looked at her. And I thought to her I said, well, I'm not to I'm going to leave. So I said, you know, really? But well, she stopped by my house one day, when she was campaigning, and she said, I would like to know if you would vote for me. Well, I said, yes, I would vote for you. And then I thought, I was just on my computer trying to find someone to speak it out chapter me. And I said, yes, I would be happy to. But I need you to speak in our chapter. Who you do please? And she said to me, yes, for chapter. <laughs> so I did explain the talk, that I was a member of CSEA, the Kennedy State Association. And she said, oh, I'd love to come. She said, oh, when do you, when do you come? And I said, hey, look, and she's what you want to actually about? I said you want to know what's going on. Uh, you're running? What do you, you what are you running for? What part are you gonna tell us something? So what she did to me she said well, okay I'm coming but you know what had she came to speak to us and we happened to be the most chapter for CSEA which she also denied us. In our area, she said to us as she spoke, and then I don't know much about the news. She said, I heard something about that, but I don't know much. She said, I wanted to learn. I said, I'm going to She says, I'm for quality. I'm for equality. And if that's what you're about, Yes, I can work with you. That hung for us in that chat. And what we decided was, hmm, you gotta have this lady come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tell me how to do it. So, came things, anytime I thought of my ass or something, yes, I really, that's it again. On, on our computer, you know. That's it. That's great. <laughs> so, um, we are just here to like this. And I'm going to tell you this. There's no sense in because equality quality is important to everyone. But I'm going to tell you, and, and it, I'm going to say, as they want to say, the minority races. And I'm saying, just like it is, I know you and our opponents, so this is really meant. For you, but it needs to be said. And what I'm saying is just this. We found out how important seniors were to her. And I can tell you some scenes stories, but she kind of heard a bit of it about these convalescent uh, homes. And I'm not speaking about her, I'm speaking right now. What they will do to our people and what they will do to those who got money and how they will serve us down here. There's no room. But there's a hospital bedroom that you could have two beds in it, but because your money's is straight, one person in that room, they don't have enough room. So I found the answer for much of what I had. Or what? And I didn't stop there. I don't know what this lady is about, and all the air is about. It. So I went to her and I said, I have to get out. She said, Yes, what is it? I let her know about representing Jane Catherine, and she says, Okay, what will you do? And if she makes a next election, a next um, election, we will grab her and adopt her. We will adopt her. And she promised me that if she got the next election, that we will work with her whatever she was doing. And that's what we have done. And she, whenever we call in, she has to jump on this virtual or is a hybrid. She said, hey, that's what she has to say come. No. And we appreciate that because we know it's what we're going And that I'm you for this. Every minute that I am it is what she has to say. And that she said, yes, we've got to get everything we can. And that's exactly what she does. Now, I'm
0: not going to tell you about everything I know about
1: this lady, But i can tell you in one of them and one of the lots of district and the others. That she went so fast, it's hard to catch up with her. <laughs> and I'm telling you, run. So that's why we have to use the computer how many times I we talk in person. Many. many times, but how many more times I will it. So we do keep in touch because I'm trying to find everything I can for her because I believe in her. I don't think she's done. And if you see what she just said, I'm to do Senior daycare. Wow. She daycare. daycare. Senior daycare because there's so many. People need to work, but care work because they don't want their families and these come less than them. And then when the money went out, the Medicare went out, they put you out, but wherever, or whoever will take you. I don't know if to do that. But she does. She did. And she's doing something about it. She's doing something about it in her mission as a small business. Um, Manufacturing is going on. And she did all the social events with her head stuck in. Well, I can do it as long as I'm not with a capital We got somebody to be proud of. Her. And I'm proud to say but this is my recommendation <laughs> of the 60th district, and she is your person who will bring you to anything as far as pushing as hard as she can to get a demonstration, the move for seniors and others. She thinks about children as well. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, as was said, Jane is the co chair of the aging committee in uh, the state legislature, and she is so accessible. Every time I send her an email or a call, Jane responds right away. And so, Jane, let me turn this over to you and congratulations on the Charlene you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wasn't elected one day when Amelia was out getting involved. Um, she's been an incredible voice to in my community and mentor, and I appreciate her. Um, I'm very thankful um, to the Alliance for this award. Those of you that know me closely know that I'm usually behind the scenes working and at the forefront giving speeches. Um, this had this session was coming off a long period of at least 10 years of a drought covering senior legislation um, in the Aging Committee. Um, I mean, just start what happened this year in two words, does anyone want to give a guess? <laughs> no? Any guesses? It was the perfect storm. That's what it was. It was the perfect storm. Because problems concerning elderly are often swept under the rug, they're not seen as pressing, which is highly, highly concerning. The the older population population deserves to live out their 5 life years with respect and care, very basic needs, we're not asking for a ton. And I believe that the legislation that the committee was able to craft is just a start. Together, our bipartisan committee passed two incredible bills on the House floor, one had four bills in one, and then went on to the Senate to pass unanimously. Know, we looked at transparency, now the um, nursing homes are going to have to report out, so we will know the low that home would be nursing homes. They're drawing a 400000 dollars salary for each one of those nursing homes, they can have $40 million a year just off the top. We're gonna know that. We're gonna know what companies they have partial investment in they own the laundry company, they own uh, the landscaping, they own the food providers, they pay relatives, family members, and friends, one of the nursing homes. That I know of pays over $400,000 to her husband and son who do not actually work there. Yeah. They are going to have to report out. So, if you don't also know, I come from a Chamber of Commerce background and an Main Street background. I believe in business and small business, but not on the backs of the people. Take care of what you have to do, for your business is about, and if you want something <laughs> for the Support debate, you know, unanimous. The there was discussion, that these are businesses they should be able to earn, um, you know, what they want without our interference. Right? It can you need 70 percent of their funds between state and federal government? That is our money, that answered to us. Yeah. But I also want to support those organizations that are doing it well. How, you know, if you're doing a good job, how do we support that, or what do you need? The adult day centers was mentioned. We never talk about how much money we're gonna save the state of the feds, right? But if I have my mom at home and I want to keep her there, but I can't leave her during the day. Right now the health day centers are $85 a day. They have an RN, we get a shower, they have activities they plan fires. If you haven't been into one, somebody see one, I've had the winter going mostly, and they are incredible. We also um, are allowed in the Medicaid state plan to cover case. In adults data centers at an earlier age, as we've heard, people 50 and older are some are starting to show signs of dementia or Alzheimer's they need that care. Personally, my niece like she's 43 with downs, and you know, thing um, adults with downs both start around the age of 40 of showing some signs. Um, but again, what are we saving our government, our taxpayers? By paying that $85 a day instead of $400-$500 a day in a nursing home, our largest bill requires nursing homes to um, submit narrative summaries. Have you ever seen one of their spreadsheets? They would collect all this information, but it would take a master, not just an account, a master to understand what it is. DSS is going to develop a one piece sheet they report how much money are they bringing in what companies do they own who are they paying etc and it will be posted on DSS website for anyone like me who may have any of us to put someone in a nursing home to help make that choice <clears throat> what we do is transfer home care from department consumer protection to public health so all they had to do was go and pay two hundred and fifty dollars. They got their certificate and they were on their way. We went from three hundred of care agencies to over nine hundred. So now, um, so now they will be um, sent over to the Department of Public Health. There will be a process, um, but now there's going to be oversight. It's not going to just be paying for a certificate. They also have to tell our ombudsman of involuntary transfers on the day the um, resident finds out. Before they could wait 30 days, so then the person was on the street, they had no place to go, you know, whatever. Now, the day of, they have to um, report that. It also makes it easier to revoke revoke, uh, registration for um, breaking the law, not following the rules. And they also have to clarify with the it's in home care um, on a sheet of paper so that they know this is home care oh, yeah. or this is medical care, this is only we provide, and the person has to sign up, which is a protection for them, but it's also a protection for our seniors. Um, we also added the statewide dementia service coordinator, which was a huge um, which is a huge success. The government also gave $10 million in grants to our town senior centers, and there's very strict guidelines so that they can follow. I know it's just already putting in the deputy we'll be happy to vote, um, the grant. It was a perfect storm because of the support aging receipt from organizations like yours. We wanted to get stronger together. Like the union, we were strong because of the many who helped us pass this important legislation. It just it wasn't just me. There were so many people. And it's like a puzzle. It was in one piece back in Phillyville. Love that work. And right at the Capitol, you know, it takes a little um, thing. I have to thank my co-chair aging senator Hockettel. Um, we're in a very old match together and working together. Um, the aging committee also. And seniors is a bipartisan topic, right? Um, there may be some things that we disagree, especially when it comes to funding, we got that. So, um, my third of that was um, Representative am representing Mary Torney, or Representative Hughes, and we're representing the And it would be remiss if I didn't, because again, it takes a whole community. Any legislator that tells you know, they do it all, um, that's not true. I have my step of Kess, Mark, Max, Chris, Jake. I think was LCO and helped draft all those important bills so that they were legal and done. We worked with Claudia Zani from 4 p.m. Now, great rating painter, and the Alzheimer's Association, Stephen Hernandez, and Commissioner um, Porter, um, for you, and all the input that went into it and were there when we were doing things. And also to my many, many mentors. Um, because it's a place. <laughs> um, and the best way for me I said, I wasn't supposed to win in my seat no one believed I could go in my seat and I went out and I just wanted to say I'm not a great talker. believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> but I would ask what's important to you what's going on in your life what do you want to see happen at the Capitol and people open up, especially during COVID. I had a 70% open doorway during COVID. That's wow. on down now, post COVID to like 30, mm-hmm. 35. But during COVID, people wanted to talk. So, so, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> some of the things that well, we're not sitting on just, what just happened. We have uh, working groups going on this summer who wants to be on the staffing ratios. And that's going to be like Vice Senator Hockett Adele. Um, we're also looking at the needs of seniors. You saw that where people are robbed, and their information. Um, and the crisis is going into that too because we heard about seniors not getting the proper medicine because it's been um, sidelined. And we're also looking at the compensation for caregivers because if you keep them at home, again, we're saving tons of money. So when the speaker asked me last year to chair um, aging, I was surprised. I thought not might choose me for Congress or something else. And I accepted not knowing where it would be. I had some doubts, but the strong message was that he had been my leadership had that faith. And I know now this is not where I had planned to be. Being in House of Representatives was where I planned to be. But I now know this is where I am supposed to be. And thank you so much. La I know this is how long it is. But you deserve better than Because you say be anyway. so be the cry of people who needed help. And didn't Before you So we do for that. Thinking about your business. We're thinking about everything, and I heard someone say, within the United States, so thank you for that. And I, we can think of no better way than to honor you on a day like this. And so we give you this award, and that's it as it's name and for all the regards that we And the Honorable Roca, the Lord, 33rd Congress, the best of mission and the dignity of special recognition presented to the honor of James Henry. 2023 recipient of the Showing Rock Award with high-level congratulations and thanks for the best of commitment to an advocacy of the benefits seniors, and their families. On June 26, March 23rd, sound that a professional woman, Rosa and Laura. You love me, you deserve this, we are appreciating you, and I'm sure I speak to the whole world and know how hard it is. And so, as they say, I'm going to make it happen. Thank you. And one more thing, on behalf of the ARA, and in grateful bowl, the Charlene Block Award. You put nice food in there, or whatever. Okay, I can give you those. Well, I'm newly really energized by all the, all the speakers that we have today, and um, they have contributed so much, and I know are going to continue to do so. So, I think the only thing we have left to do here is $150.50. Now, there were $405 that were in the bucket. So I decided to give, uh, to divide it, to don't have any change, There would be $203 that will go to whoever has this winning ticket. Who didn't buy a ticket? I was gonna, okay, I'm gonna have you pick. <laughs> right. Eight, four, eight, four, zero, six, one, nine. Eight four zero six one
2: nine. Very oh. uh, yeah.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for coming. We hope to do this event next week, but really, thank you so much. We really appreciate all of you. If you didn't know that there is an elevator at the end of the if you did take (laughs) the elevator. Praise goes up!
0: Blessings come down! down. We need a blessing right now! once again on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio.